0: And also episode 64. And I'm so excited that you're here. To start off this season, um, I decided that I am going to do a solo episode. And kind of goes against conventional wisdom. Like maybe I should have some big name to launch off the new season. But this is what I felt inspired to do. And so I'm just going to share a solo episode. I'm so excited to be back. I was gone a little bit longer than I anticipated. Um, but I think I just needed that time, um, personally for, to work some things out in my own life. And, I said at the end of last season, I was getting a missionary ready to go out. She's been in the field for two months. She's doing amazing. Uh, she, we talked to her on P day this week and she had a baptism Saturday and got to be a witness at the baptism. And that was really great. And she's doing fantastic. And we're so grateful that she's out serving that was a lot more of prep work than I thought it was going to be. I've never sent a missionary out. I've been a missionary, but never sent one out and it was a lot, but she's there and we're good to go. So I am so excited to be back um, on the podcast sharing. I've got interviews recorded and ready to go. I will be sharing interviews, but you're also going to find that in season three, um, you're going to hear a little bit more from me. I'm going to do more solo episodes. I've got some other things, projects I'm working on that I'll share more as we get into the season. Um, that I hope will be of benefit to you um, in helping in your spirituality. So let's dive into today's solo episode. And I titled this episode, Why You Might Not Know When You Are Feeling the Spirit. And so I'm going to explain that and and share talk that was given by an apostle, but also some of my insights into that. So I want to start off by having you ask yourself this question. And maybe you've asked this before, maybe you've never thought of it this way, but have you ever said to yourself, how do I recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes? I have shared many episodes on this podcast and things on Instagram and in talks that I've given about the subject of gaining guidance from the Holy Ghost. So today, if you are someone who has ever asked this question, how do I recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes? I want to offer some answers that I've discovered for myself through the Holy Ghost, but also, like I said, by a talk that was given by an apostle. So we'll get to that in just a minute. But to start, before we dive into that, I want to share a backstory. So back in September, I went to the Salt Gathering to share a talk. And the title of my talk was How to Be More Spiritually Minded and Guided by the Spirit Every Day. And in preparation for this talk, I took the series I did on the podcast back earlier this year It was a five-part series about about how to be more spiritually minded. And I tweaked it and I changed it up quite a bit. And I came up for this talk, I came up with five ways to be more spiritually minded and to, to be guided by the Spirit every day. And the five ways that I came up with were to seek, record, act, grow, and recognize. So I prepared really well. I had stories and I had scriptures for each area. I prepared my PowerPoint presentation and I flew to Utah the day before the conference, and I was feeling really good. Like, I'm ready for this. This is going to be great. And I was super excited to meet everybody. And it was going to be awesome. So the night before the conference, there was an extra um, add-on session that I went to um, that was about 30 minutes away from where I was staying in my hotel. I went to that. It was great. And I'm driving back to my hotel that night. And it's, you know, it's the night before the conference. It's like eight o'clock at night. And I'm driving down the freeway and. I am the kind of person that I like to memorize my talks and I had been practicing and I thought this is a great opportunity. I'm by myself in my car. I can talk out loud. No one's going to think I'm crazy and I kind of could mentally go through my PowerPoint presentation in my mind. I did not look at my PowerPoint while I was driving. But I'm going through the PowerPoint in my mind and I'm practicing my talk out loud. And everything's going well and I'm feeling like I know I know what I'm going to say and this is good, but I got to the final point that I wanted to make in my talk. And that was the word recognize. And I just, I stopped reciting out loud to myself. And I said out loud, this isn't right. And I knew that what I had prepared for that section wasn't right, that there was something missing. And I kind of started to panic a little bit because I was like the next morning giving this, giving this talk. It was a 60 minute talk. Hundreds of people had paid money to come. and I was panicking and I, I really felt like I had prepared well, but I just knew deep down as I was driving, like something needed to change, but I was not sure what. So I get back to my hotel and I was really frustrated by this point and super tired because I'd been traveling and I'd been up late the night before prepping my family so I could be out of town. And I was really tempted just to turn on the TV and to veg out and just hope for the best the next day but I received a prompting in that moment before I turned the TV on. And the prompting was this, open your laptop. I thought that's weird, but I did it. And there, minimized in the corner of my laptop was an MTC devotional given by Elder Bednar and his wife three weeks before that was downloaded and ready to go on my laptop. And I knew in that instant that that was the answer that I was seeking. But let me, before I tell you about so we're gonna to talk today about Elder Bednar's Devotional at the MTC on August 20th of 2019. It was amazing. But before we get to that, I wanna give you tell you why Elder Bednar's MTC Devotional was hanging out on my laptop. Like that's not really something that we generally, you know, are are downloading as MTC devotionals. But as I mentioned before, I sent my daughter off on her mission at the end of August and on her first P Day, we got to talk to her and she was really excited because she said, mom, I am singing in the choir at the MTC and she's pretty musical and I'm not, but I totally appreciated that. She was super excited. And she said, mom, you should try to find the devotionals online. And then you could see me singing in the choir. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. And we, we, we talked some more. And I think it was probably the next day I was working on my laptop and kind of wanting to take a little break from my work. And I thought, oh, I'm going to search for those devotionals. And I searched and very quickly came to a dead end, found a site that had the MTC devotionals, but it was password protected. There was no getting in. And I even tried my church um, username and password did not work. And I thought, oh, well, I tried. And you know, that's just not going to work out. I'm not going to get to see her singing in the choir. So I just moved on and I didn't really think anything more about it until the next week on P-Day, I'm talking to my daughter and she said, mom, did you find my MTC devotionals? And I said, you know, I hadn't, but I told her, you know, I tried and they were password protected and it was totally unfruitful and nothing, I didn't, nothing became of that. And she said, mom, you've got to try again. And she said, I really want you to see me singing in the choir. And I was like, okay, I will try again. So same thing happened, hung up the phone with her, was busy with the day. Um, a few days later, I'm working and I have the thought again look for the devotionals and this time with very little effort, I found them. They weren't something with a link that was easy to just click on watch. you had to download them to your computer and then you could watch them. So I hit the the most recent one, downloaded it it took a I went back to work, it took a whole hour for it to download. It pops up I see. I start watching it because I'm going to look for my girl singing in the MTC choir. And it pops up and I start watching it and I see that it's a devotional with Elder Bednar and his wife. And then I see the date of the devotional and it was the week before my daughter left on her mission. So I knew that I wasn't going to see her singing in the choir. So I thought, well, this looks pretty, this looks really great. So I'm going to minimize that and put, keep it on my laptop because it took me an hour to download it. And so it's hanging out there on my laptop. And then the next day I searched again and guess what? The newest MTC devotional showed up and it was the one of my daughter singing in the MTC choir. And I downloaded it again. It took an hour and I got to see her singing in the choir. And that was a super fun mom moment. And so the next week when we talked to her, I said, Hey, I saw you singing in the choir and I sent her some screenshots um, of the picture from the video of her singing. That was really great. So That brings me back to Friday night in Utah, the night before my salt talk, when I was feeling prompted to change something, but I didn't know what. But I followed the prompting to open my laptop, and there was Elder Bednar's devotional hanging out, minimized in the corner. And I decided that that's what I needed to do. I needed to watch that. So that night, I was up until well after midnight, and I was watching and writing notes and then watching again. And I felt a strong impression that some of his words were the missing parts of my SALT presentation. And someone who was attending the SALT gathering needed to hear Elder Bednar's thoughts, and I was going to be the one to share that with them. So during my presentation, I went through my four points. I had this great PowerPoint and you know, shared everything that I had prepared. And then I ventured away from that carefully prepared PowerPoint and I opened up my notebook which was just chicken scratch, basically, of Elder Bednar quotes from the night before and everything that I had, had learned watching his devotional. And I shared what I had learned from Elder Bednar about recognizing the spirit. And I felt the spirit during my talk that that I did what I was supposed to do. And I think others did too. I heard from several people after and through um, talking to them or through a DM a message on on Instagram that Elder Bednar's words were the answer to that they were seeking and why they were there. And so I felt really good about that. And then I felt more I just could not get this devotional out of my head and I felt even more that I should share it. So I shared about it on Instagram and you may have seen it there. It, there's a link to this talk. It's sort of a link. You have to like click on it and then you have to download it. But it's hanging out in my profile on Instagram. And I thought, okay, I've shared this. This is good. And then I have just continued to feel prompted to share Elder Bednar's words further. And so, because I have a podcast and I can do that, I'm, that's what the rest of this episode is going to be. I'm going to recap what Elder Bednar shared in this devotional and how it's impacted me. And hopefully it will answer some questions for you as well about how the Holy Ghost works in your life. So let me recap what Elder Bednar talked about. So he starts his talk, and remember, this is at the MTC, the Missionary Training Center in Provo, and he's talking to primarily young adults. I'm sure there were some senior couples there as well, but he's talking to young adults, and he's really trying to use their language, which is one of the things I love. Like, this was not a general conference talk. He was really, um, I I don't want to say the word casual, but he was just, um, you could tell that he was connecting more. And he even said several times in the talk that he wished he could just sit down one-on-one with everyone that was there and talk to them. So he was really conveying that from the very beginning. But he starts out and he shares what he calls two episodes. And really, they were just stories. I'm not going to share the first one. Um, you can go and listen to the devotional and hear about that. But it was about um, some things that happened when he was calling a mission president and his wife to, to preside over a mission. But the second story I really loved, and it was a personal experience that he had had that year um, during the summer on their yearly beach vacation as a family. So he said that for 17 years, his family has been going to the same place um, on the beach and they have this family tradition. Again, he emphasized it was 17 years. They've done this every single day of every single vacation that they've been there, except for Sunday. They haven't done it on Sunday. Um, but what they do is they run to this pier along the beach. and They run to the pier, and then they walk back. And he uses that time as a time to talk as a family. And he talks and bonds with his sons and his daughter-in-laws and grandkids. And it's kind of evolved over the years. It used to just be his sons. So this is their tradition, and they never miss it. They don't let a day go by that they don't do this tradition when they're at their at this beach vacation. So one of the days when he was there this past summer, he. He said that he has started to venture out earlier than the rest of the family because he's slower now. And so he was by himself and he ran to the pier. And he was just going to hang out there and wait for the rest of the family to get there so that they could all walk back and and have this tradition of talking and walking along the beach. So he's hanging out at the pier and he starts to see these dark storm clouds coming. And the, the clouds are coming and he's thinking to himself, those guys are not coming. My sons and their wives and these grandkids, they're not going to come out. This storm is going to happen at any moment. And so he decides that he's going to start walking back because he thinks there's no way they're coming out in this storm that's about to hit on the beach. And so he starts walking and he thinks to himself, wow, it's really weird that we're going to miss this tradition. Why don't I just stop and wait? And as he's thinking that, his family starts running by. So first his sons and his daughter-in-laws and some of the grandkids run by and he's thinking, well, the logical thing to do, they're coming. They're not going to let the storm stop them. I should go back to the pier and walk back with them because this is our tradition. This is what we do. I don't deviate from that. It's what we've always done. And he said he just kept walking and he really didn't even know why. He kept walking away from the pier towards the beach house and he was totally going to miss this tradition of walking back with his family. But as he's walking back, he has an experience where he sees two of his granddaughters. And during the devotional, you have to watch it because it's super cute. He brings one of them up on the stage and, and talks to her. And she's about eight years old. And so he sees these two young girls. His granddaughters are huddled in a, up under something. And he finds them. and he And he says what happened. And they had seen a lightning bolt strike the ground and hit a light pole. And you know, they smelt it, and they saw fire, and it was really loud. and they were very, very scared. But he was there in the moment that they needed him, and they had prayed, and their grandpa came and rescued them and um took them back to the beach house. so he he that was the story that he starts his talk with. and he he shares that story and the other one that you'll you can go listen to. Because there are many times in our lives that we're being guided by the Holy Ghost and we don't even know it. So Elder Bednar also shared that the question that he is asked most often is the question that I posed at the beginning of the episode. How do I recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes? And he, remember he's in this, um, you know, MTC setting, it's not conference, he's a little more casual. And he says, his response is, I don't get the question. You know, he doesn't understand why people are always asking me that asking him that. He says, most of the time, you will not be consciously aware of the Holy Ghost. And he, and he said, why do we focus on when it comes? It shouldn't be unusual if we're just striving to be good. He talks also about the covenant that that we make at baptism and that we are promised to always have his spirit with us. And he emphasizes, which I love this, He said, that doesn't mean that we're going to have the Holy Ghost with us every nanosecond or that we have to be perfect in order to have it with us. That is not what always have his spirit to be with us means. He said, but it should be that we have the companionship of the Holy Ghost far more than we don't. So if you're still asking yourself the question that Elder Bednar hears a lot, how do I recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes? Elder Bednar gives some answers as to why he doesn't understand that question and why we can be filling the Holy Ghost and not even know it. One of the things I loved about this devotional was he he uses a phrase several times during the talk. And the phrase is, burn this into your brain. And you know, you can understand he's talking to 18, 19, 20 year old young adults, and he's saying, burn this into your brain. And to me, that means, hey, you know, listen up. This is important. I really want you to know this. Don't forget it. So, one of the instances where he says this, burn this into your brain, is he's talking about the story of Nephi in the very first part of the Book of Mormon. And he even goes so far to say that this story is so important that it's placed in the beginning of the Book of Mormon so that we will read it over and over in our lives, meaning we're going to start the Book of Mormon lots of times and maybe not always finish it. So, it's right there in the beginning where we're going to hear it a lot. And he says that we share very often, we focus and share about 1st Nephi chapter 4, verse 6, um, where Nephi says, I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. And he's right. We put a lot of emphasis on that part of the story. But Elder Bednar says that we need to keep reading. And verse 7 of 1st chap- of Nephi chapter 4 is the verse that we need to, quote, burn into our brains. That's what he said. And it's just this one little phrase, therefore I went forth. That's what Nephi did. He just said that he didn't know why, he just was going to do it. And there are lots of times we don't know why we're doing something, we just do it. And we're actually being led by the Spirit. Nephi was being good. Elder Bednar pointed out that Moroni didn't come to Nephi and tell him step by step how to get to the plates. Like, you're going to go 10 paces and you're going to enter the city gate and then you're going to turn left and you're going to go 20 paces. He did, that's not how it happened. He just, he just said he was led by the Spirit and he didn't know what, what was going to happen. But therefore, I went forth. And Elder Bednar said that we just have to be good and we have to go and we can follow that example of Nephi. So I've thought a lot about that. What does it mean to be good? And really, it's pretty simple. I think we know the answers to that. He talks later in the talk about repentance. If we are repenting and using Jesus Christ's atonement, we know how to be good. One of the things I've learned in this little break I've had from the podcast is I've learned a lot about repentance, and that repentance is a daily thing. It's, there's another talk that Elder Bednar gave and there's another quote, and I can't—I don't have the total quote in front of me, but he said that repentance is not only for sinners but also for saints who want to do good. So repentance is how how we can be good, um, and he does point that out in the talk. Another point in his talk, um, and he says the same phrase again. Are you ready? Burn this into your brain. Okay, so listen up. He shares Doctrine and Covenant section 80, which is about Stephen Burnett being called on a mission and he asked, have you ever heard of Stephen Burnett in church history? And I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, nope, never heard of Stephen Burnett. Maybe you have, um, you might be a better scholar of the Doctrine and Covenants than I am. But I was sitting there thinking, nope, I don't know who Stephen Burnett is. But it turns out that section 80 of the Doctrine and Covenants is all about Stephen Burnett and his call to be a missionary. And the, the section talks about his call and um, about who his mission companion is going to be. And the part that Elder Bednar says that we need to burn into our brains is verse 3 in section 80. And this counsel to Stephen Burnett is totally applicable to us. And it says, Wherefore, go ye and preach my gospel, whether to the north or to the south, to the east or to the west, it mattereth not, for you cannot go amiss. So I think the point that Elder Bednar is trying to make, and and I don't have an exact quote from him because there's no transcripts of this. I was just kind of writing things down and taking notes as I listened. But he basically said, if you're being good and your feet are moving, that means you're acting, you're doing it right. You really can't mess it up. So quit worrying. He said that several times. Quit worrying. There is another point in the devotional that I wanted to share as well. He talks about Doctrine and Covenants section 8 verse 2. In that section, it says, "I will tell you in your mind and in your heart by the Holy Ghost." So, Elder Bednar shares that most of the time, you will not consciously be aware of the Holy Ghost. It's it's a quiet thing. It's a it's it's simple. Um, you know, it's a still small voice. And he went so far to say that some some of us think that feeling the Holy Ghost, we're not feeling the Holy Ghost because we're not having these big dramatic experiences like. Saul, who, became, who later became Paul, or like Alma the Younger and the Sons of Mosiah. And his response to that was, don't expect dramatic experiences all the time. And this is the part that I really loved. He said, Saul and Alma the Younger had dramatic experiences, but they were also messed up. He used that word. He knew his audience. Um, and then he said, is that what you want? Do you want to be messed up and have those experiences? He said not to get in the way of the spirit by focusing on ourselves, just be good and go. He also said that what he shared applies to each one of us. And he's, he talked about how there's probably someone in the audience and maybe there's someone of you that's listening to this podcast episode that thinks, yeah, that's great for everybody else, but I don't feel the spirit. This doesn't apply to me, or I don't ever have dramatic spiritual experiences. So this doesn't apply to me. Elder Bednar said, you aren't an exception. If you aren't having big dramatic spiritual experiences, you're normal. So back to the story that he shared at the beginning of his devotional about helping his granddaughters. He talked about that again. And he said, wouldn't you think as an apostle, and he talked about his calling, you know, he's called and set apart as a prophet, seer, and revelator. Wouldn't you think that Moroni could come down and say, Hey, Elder Bednar, your granddaughters in five minutes are going to be over here and they're going to be terrified. Don't you think that that could have happened to him? But it didn't. That's not how it happened. He was walking on the beach doing something he normally doesn't do, and he didn't really know why. But his point with that was that he was being led by the Spirit. And and he's an apostle of God. And if he's an apostle and is being led that way, certainly that's how we're led in our lives. So stop worrying whether you're feeling the spirit or it's your own thoughts. I have thought of Elder Bednar's words so much. And I've thought about my experience of finding this devotional. When my daughter asked me to find the MTC devotionals online, she didn't sit there and think, oh, I'm feeling the spirit. I'm going to ask my mom to find these devotionals. Nope. She was just being good and she was going forth. She had no idea that her request for me to find those devotionals Would that change the course of a talk I had already prepared but was going to give the next day to 200 women? Or that I would share it on Instagram or with friends and family? And now as a podcast episode. But just because she didn't realize it in the moment doesn't mean that she wasn't being guided by the Spirit. She was. And so are you. Every day in your life, even if you don't realize it. So back to the original question I shared. How do I recognize the Holy Ghost when it comes? And my answer, and the answer that I have found from reading, reading or from listening to Elder Bednar's words, sometimes you won't. And that's okay. It's exactly as, as it should be. Just follow Elder Bednar's counsel. You can't mess it up. Is it the Holy Ghost or your own thoughts? Who cares? That's exactly what he said in that devotional. Follow his counsel. Just be good and go. If you would like to listen to this devotional for yourself, I would highly recommend it. His wife also gives a talk at the beginning that's really good as well. I will include um, the the link to download it in the show notes at spirituallymindedmom.com. And it's also still on my Instagram profile, so you can go and download it. And if you do go watch it, I'm going to give you a little tip. Watch the devotional to the very end. You do not want to miss the closing song. You'll see something that you don't see very often. I loved it. I hope that you will listen to it and find what you need from this talk through the Holy Ghost. And I hope that you will know that God is there. He is your partner, not only in motherhood, but in life and everything that you're doing. He wants to be a part of your life. And he is sending the Holy Ghost to help you and to guide you way more often than you even realize. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to be back and I can't wait to to share more next week. Thanks so much and have a great week.